1: Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the US, but sometimes they venture out with everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual field work sneaking in some science lessons. there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn.
2: And we're back I'm the mysterious Justin And I'm the cryptic Jay
3: And I'm the enchanted Emily
2: And we together are your guides Through the corn of the Midwest and Appalachia mm-hmm. Today's episode is I don't know how to explain this A promotional episode For a show And involves a giveaway And a pretty famous cryptid So I guess we'll start with announcing the show Let's do that. Yeah. The show is the Southwest Virginia's Bigfoot and Friends Festival. Uh, Cryptid HQ is putting this on uh, with help from Robert and his wife of You Big Apes. Um, So check out both of their pages. Uh, It is Saturday, September 24th this year. The Salem Civic Center in Salem, Virginia. And you can find all that on their pages excuse me um so we're gonna post what the giveaway is like there'll be a picture under this tag of the stuff uh so it's a bunch of exclusive stuff for the show you can't buy this you can't find this this is only at the show and you're getting it months ahead of time uh it's hats pins keychains and then we're including some crypt of the corn stuff uh a metal beverage container and Get in a, a flask. Uh, I just don't know if that's appropriate.
0: Well, you could you could store any liquid. A pop flask. Yeah, a pop flask.
2: <laughs> in some of the Corn magnets and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll post that. So how this giveaway will work, and I'll re I'll realliterate this in the actual Facebook post. But you need to like the post. You need to comment on the post. Your favorite cryptid. And you need to share the post. That's how you get one entry. Mm-hmm.
3: Is doing all three.
2: Is doing all three. You got to do all three to get your entry. I want to make that clear. If you want bonus entries, every person you tag is a bonus entry.
0: Hmm, I like that.
2: And I think we'll do that up to, I don't know, what did you say, 20 people? Yeah, perfect. I don't want somebody tagging their entire friends group if they don't care about the stuff. Ah, uh, true, yeah. That and, could be
0: annoying. Yeah.
2: Uh so, once again, I'll reiterate that. You have to like, comment your favorite cryptid, and share the post for your base entry. You have to do that if you want to enter You get a bonus entry for every person you tag in the post. Uh, and I will, once again, I'll put that on the Facebook post so everybody understands. Uh, this will be coming out, what's next Tuesday?
3: Um, next Tuesday is the 12th.
2: So this will come out the 12th, early morning. I'll post on it. We'll talk about it on our uh, Facebook live event. Uh, it'll run until the end of May, and we may add some stuff to the giveaway. Um, and then uh, there will be another giveaway right after that one for the same show. So these guys have sponsored stuff for us to give away. Uh, they're they're all really good guys. I have stuff I bought from them all in this room. Uh, That's true. I've given away You Big Apes Woodknocker before. That was the first thing we gave away. Uh, so, yeah. Just keep an eye out for that. Um, so, Cryptid HQ picked a cryptid for us to kind of cover, to kind of fill our base episode slot. And it's one that has a pretty interesting... Uh, folklore with and it's a little all over the place and so i don't know if this over the years has been several cryptids that have kind of got mushed together or not but it's it's a ball it's a weird um, so we're gonna do what did i miss something
3: no i'm
0: just okay l- at i think you. i covered everything
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were almost I uh, yeah. it, it's a tag
3: it's a the maximum people you could tag is 21. The one to get the bare minimum. Okay. And then the additional Emily
2: will be the one running 20. it, just so everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. So you can't sweet talk me into this because I'll be doing nothing with this. You've been volunteered.
3: I've been voluntold. told
2: <laughs> Voluntold. That's what happens when you get married. She volunteered me to do all kinds of stuff.
0: <laughs> I'm not even married and I get that
2: already. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's today's cryptid. <laughs> yeah. Is a feline-like menace. Ooh. The Wampus Cat. Wampus. Wampus.
0: Where? Uh, do you know where the name Wampus comes from? Why don't you hold
2: on a second there? Ooh, okay. Jumping the gun. Uh, so we've already kind of covered a similar cryptid, the Ozark Howler. They're not very similar, but they're cat-like things that aren't quite cat. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of the big similarities, colors and stuff like that. Uh, the description of the Wampus Cat... The appearance of the wampus cat varies widely, through it, but thought to be generally a cat-like creature that terrorizes communities and na- neighborhoods. Uh, it is also sometimes described as half-cat, half-dog, or sometimes bear-like. Oh. Wide range. And he's kind of seen all over the country. Um, like I said, we kind of took the more fun route with the wampus cat and all the fun folklore mm-hmm. than maybe some of the other cryptids we've done where we've i don't know looked at really hard sightings and stuff like that this one has a lot of fun with it so we went with the fun but not every cryptid has this
0: right 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 right
2: uh so in west texas it's reported to be a nocturnal creature and infamous for its terribly loud uh roar just this horrible voice it has uh in washington state It's thought to uh, shed its whiskers, white ones by the day, and black ones by night. It is also often described as being a fearsome water panther and having fur as black as dusk. So already 1,400 miles apart from each other. So he's got a pretty big swath. Um, In non-Native American cultures, so everybody that invaded. Right, yeah. (laughs) uh, It's said to have glowing yellow eyes that can pierce through a person's soul and drive them insane. It's also sometimes reported to walk on its hind legs.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. And that, that comes up a couple times.
0: Kind of like a werewolf, but a werecat yeah, almost?
2: Yeah, it comes up several times. And it's not quite... We'll go back into it a couple times, but it's not quite cat-like. It's kind of... You remember when we went over the Ozark Haller, kind of described... Uh, a cat bear kind of thing. Yeah. A, a more bulkier thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the impression I get off of this, too. Okay. That general body shape of not quite being slender like a cat. Even tigers, they're huge, but they're still slender builds.
0: Right. Almost like a... Um, I would say like like the alien black cat, but not quite yeah. as cat still.
2: Yeah. It's really bear dogish. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. So, in the book... In a 1939 book, Fearsome Critters, that book's come up once before. Does anybody remember with who?
0: Mm, No. The Squonk. Oh, the Squonk.
2: Yeah. He made an appearance in that book, too. Uh, The Wampus Cat is... hmm? I love the Squonk. Yeah.
0: That's your favorite one.
2: (laughs) The Wampus Cat is depicted as a bipedal cat the size of a Mancoon cat, having tuft ears, a tail of a lion, sharp claws, whiskers, a comical smile... And the right forearm, which ends in a folding, protruding hook.
0: Okay, this is
2: new.
3: So he's like the slash slinging slasher. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it has a one giant hook that shoots in and out of its forearm on its right hand side. It comes in and out. Yeah.
0: Like a like their
2: normal claws, like a cat's normal claws. Oh,
0: okay, but it's just one. It's one
2: giant one. The gut you with.
0: So like Captain Hook. Yeah. But
2: it shoots in and out of their body.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, never mind.
2: Um, But, yeah. So, it brings up Mancoon cats. People have those as pets and think they're, like, people that don't know how big a Mancoon cat is.
0: What's a Mancoon?
2: They kind of look like a domestic cat, but they get bigger than bobcats. And they are famous for turning on their owners. They're big. Huh. And being hateful. So, like, uh, There's a famous 911 call. Where this couple had a Mancun cat. They had it for like 10 years. Never had an issue. Mm-hmm. They had a newborn kid. The newborn kid touched the cat's uh, hind end area. Yeah. And it tried to murder the kid. It was biting his neck and stuff like that to kill it.
0: Oh, wow. And
2: then the dad and mom got in between. And then, so the mancoon turned on both of them. It was trying to gut him. Yeah. And they locked their self in their bedroom, called 911. 911 would not take them seriously. Because they thought it was a house cat. Yeah. I'm like, it's a Mancoon cat. It's 65 pounds and it's coming through the door. Yeah. It's going to kill us all. You got to come shoot this thing. Yeah. And they're like, we're not coming for a house cat. And they're like, it's not a house cat. It's a, you know, it's, it's a wild cat.
0: And you, there's nine, that 911 call is recorded?
2: Yeah. If i I might put that up in the show notes if okay. I'm reminded, but yeah, so Mancoons are big. So when it, but I just want everybody to understand because some people have seen pictures of Mancoons and they <laughs> look just kind of like house cats. So your brain goes house cat size. Right, yeah, yeah. No, small mountain lion.
0: Yeah, okay. I never heard of Mancoon cat.
2: Which they also
3: have like a bloodline through house cats too.
2: Yeah, they got some hybrids and stuff like like wolf dogs and stuff. Because I
3: know when I did home health, one of my people had one that had, it was like half that. Yeah. And I mean, it was still big for a house cat, yeah, like, but like it was... like 30
2: pounds, not like...
3: Oh, yeah. And I mean, it was really docile,
2: but... They, so our, everything I've read about Mancoons is they are very peaceful cats until they're not. Yeah, yeah. It's not like ever showing signs of aggression. It's like a switch. Yeah. And I've, I've read they hold grudges their entire life. Wow. So with that family in particular, that little boy crossed it, and then the parents picked a little boy over the cat yeah so then it hated everybody
0: yeah it was enough like done <clears throat> man cats are vengeful though
2: i hate cats i don't really hate cats i'm electric i oh, really? don't enjoy cats as pets
0: yeah i I do because like you don't really have to potty train them at all they take care of themselves if they want to be pet they'll come over and be pet if they don't want to they do their I don't own like thing having
2: pets that think they're better than me <laughs>
0: yeah, they do they act like that yeah. like they know it all and everything uh, yeah. until you catch them like they'd mess up or do something like, then I, they...
2: I could eat you right yeah i want to make that very clear
0: cats do that thing though like if you catch them doing something that you know might be embarrassing they'll pretend like they didn't even do it at all and just walk away like mm-hmm. it never even happened yep
2: don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. all right moving on <clears throat> sorry uh the wampus cat uh lives in idaho uh, so that's another one of its bigger areas that's so recorded. The we were in Texas, now we're in Idaho. We were in Texas, then Washington. Oh, that's and right. then Idaho. Okay. And it actually has a scientific name in Idaho. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Amphilum for readings forceps. Oh,
0: that sounds, yeah,
2: that's nailed it. And that is a big family of <laughs> cats, and then forceps is named after its claw.
0: Okay. Wait, the one?
2: Yeah. Claw,
0: yeah, interesting.
2: Uh, but yeah, so this, this this is a semi-accurate scientific name as far as actual naming of stuff goes. Mm, okay. Um, the wampus cat was first seen introduced. Um, as, okay, so let me reread this. Sorry, because this is where it sort of gets back talking, like it kind of talks in circles about some of this stuff. Okay. Um, the first reported wampus cat specimen was uh thought to be causing uh stretches of wildfires on mountain trails um, the wampus cat gets blamed for this because some people think on cre- on clear nights its eyes are so reflective oh no way. That it actually focuses moonlight and causes wildfires interesting
3: so kind of like those salamanders
2: yes, yeah, fire salamanders. They Is got it, blamed for starting fires because they're fireproof. job, Emily. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give myself a high five.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them right over there. Is it possible to
0: focus moonlight?
2: Yeah, to, it's just sunlight.
0: A, into a point to where it actually creates enough
2: heat to combust? Probably. I'll say yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just focusing light. You can do it with starlight, too. Just I help.
3: mean, let's go out with a magnifying glass. Yeah, you guys...
2: Well, no, I really got better. big.
0: better. I got better. I have a Fresnel lens. You know what a Fresnel lens out is? Out of a TV? Yeah. Yeah,
2: you can melt rocks with
0: that. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. I've melted rocks, glass, metal. You can weld with it. <laughs> it's insane. All from sunlight. I love it. I'll have to bring it over. I'll bring it over. Maybe we will make a TikTok.
2: So, there we go. We're not even off for the first page of this Wampus Cat, and it already has tons of stuff with it so let's recap real quick we'll do this page per page okay uh it's nocturnal it's loud uh it sheds white fur during the day and black fur at night it has one giant protruding claw that can retract on its right hands only only the other rest are like normal paws it can sometimes walk upright like a man it's roughly 60 to 100 pounds ish from what we can tell um and has a range of the entire continental U.S.
0: Yes. I do have one question, though, yep. about the, the claw arm thing. Mm-hmm. So does it still have, like, a paw or anything at as all? As far
2: as I understand from reading, it's not. As a, it's, it's just like, like a nub?
0: Yeah. With a, a hole, a claw
2: comes out yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. It's to gut you instantly. All right. Interesting. Uh, like a velociraptor. All right.
3: Or would it be, like, a scorpion? Because they have the little...
2: Maybe. I could see that. Um. But, yeah. So how do you kill a wampus cat? Um, Silver.
0: No. A large rock.
2: Nope. Good guess, though. Females can only be killed with a cross-cut saw, and males are practically but not completely indestructible.
0: Uh, hmm. Now, has, with, it, has any of wampus cats ever been punched by Justin? Not yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let me, let me read how even... you kill a male. Okay.
2: Uh, you have to get some blisters rust into their fur, and that's a kind of rust from a certain smelting process. Okay, and that's the only way the males can be killed. Okay, you put it in their fur. You gotta get it in their fur, so you. Uh, so
3: they don't have to have like an open wound or something. No, you gotta put it in
2: blister rust, and as far as why don't you look up how you make blister rust, like as in a, a human blister, and then rust when I was looking up yesterday it looked like it was a uh, like a uh, a certain rust that comes from a forge it looks like, sounds-
3: like, a, it looks like a fungus
2: sounds like something you... oh it's a fungus
3: it's a fungus it's a fungi uh <laughs> never mind
2: it's a fungus but <laughs> uh okay so blister's rust is a fungus you have to get this fungus and put it in their fur Uh,
3: It kills branches, tree tops, and whole trees in eastern white pines and causes leaf spots and leaf loss.
2: And kills wampus cat, male cats. I know, you gotta put that in there.
0: Yeah, Wikipedia is a little late.
2: And then uh, you have to hit a crosscut saw to kill a female.
0: So what's a a crosscut saw? Is that, uh, uh, I'm thinking chop saw in my head.
2: Crosscut saw, please.
0: Just so I can get a uh, mental image. I'm thinking like saw, saw, reciprocating saw.
2: I don't know this story very oh, well and it's no. just
0: a regular... Yeah, oh. a big tree saw. Oh, okay.
2: I don't know this story very well because there's just so much with it. Yeah. Which it was that... hard to keep my brain straight last night when I was rereading it because <laughs> it was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> okay.
3: Which that blister rust fungus is invasive.
2: Oh, so there you go.
3: It's an alien pathogen oh. introduced to North America in the beginning of the 20th century is on pine needles. From Europe? from europe and has caused serious economic and ecological impacts yeah
2: wow everything is from europe has including
0: people wow
3: well, yeah yes
2: all right so we've already covered it. so uh Mumps cats eye reflection can cause wildfires uh their footprints can only be uh visible on solid rock okay and it leaves like a uh, like a ghost outprint on solid rock when they walk across it but when they walk through the forest, mud or anything, they don't leave any tracks. They're and excellent uh, stealth predators. Uh, the wampus cat steals prospectors' picks uh, to brush its teeth with. Uh, if a wampus cat wades into a stream, the fish won't bite for a week. When the wampus cat is on the prowl, the only game uh, the only game it's hunting is fool's hen. What's that, Emily? I'm assuming it's some kind of like a pheasant or quail or something. Okay, You
3: said a fool's hen? Fools,
2: as in, you know, F-O-O-L. Like fool's gold. Yeah. Uh, The howl of the wampus cat on a lonely night curdles uh, the curd of sourdough.
3: It is a spruce grouse.
2: Oh, spruce grouse. It's the
3: Canadian grouse.
2: There you go. A a grouse is a... uh... It's like a big quail.
0: Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay, they're like a cool. big
2: chicken, they look like chickens, but they're not related. Okay, they kind of have that same body shape. Yep. Okay. Uh, here in Ohio, we have neck grouse. Okay. Uh, they're pretty much the same. Northern Michigan has spruce grouse too. So that's what they hunt well, they when they're come on the from prowl. Canada. Um. So when I wait in the stream, it's on the prowl. The only game. Okay. The howl of the wampus cat on a lonely night uh, can curdle a start of sourdough bread. So, you know how you start sourdough? I really don't.
3: You, like, leave it to rise.
2: But you have a start of sourdough. Like, you, it's the same start. Like, oh. some people have them in their family for gotcha. generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if they howl and the sourdough can hear it, it'll kill your start of sourdough. Oh, no.
3: So, is that, like, the yeast? Because the only thing that's really alive in yeah. bread it, it's is it's the like yeast. The, it's the bacterial
2: colony that causes the fermentation of the bread. Mm. Uh, the wampus cat lurks on craggy... Oh my gosh!
3: Promontory
2: <laughs> with its tufted ears, alert like a uh, a budding prong on a young goat. Uh, so they're always on edge. Is kind of what that's saying. Like they're always ready. Yeah. They don't relax.
3: They're always on the prowl. The wampus sound cat like can
2: change its voice from its customary howl to a uh, to the sound like a banshee to the bleat of a kid, and that means the goat. Oh, okay. Uh.
3: Not a
0: child So that's a big Not paragraph a child.
2: out of this page. So let's talk about this. So the footprint's only visible in solid rock.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
2: This so far I love the Wampus Cat because it's a classic American folklore. Everybody adds something to it is what it seems.
0: Right, and it seems very uh Mixed. Mixed uh biological impact. Yeah. That's why I'm having
2: that's why I'm having a lot of trouble reading it, is cause it's like sometimes it goes back and forth on itself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's been so many people have added so much stuff. Their own little piece. Because yeah. it, it's huge range. So even for folklore, if we're just talking about the folklore aspect, that's a huge range of people telling the same base story. Mm-hmm. And it gets, you know, you add your own little things. Um, so the Wampus Cat steals a prospector's pick to brush its teeth with. So that's a pretty intelligent animal. And in it's big teeth if you need a prospector's pick. Right, yeah. To get the stuff out.
0: Uh, yeah, out in between it. Uh,
2: if it wades in the stream, the fish won't bite for a week. I've actually heard the exact same thing with Sasquatch. Uh, to scare fish away from people fishing, they'll actually sit in the river above it, and their stench is supposed to Oh wow! Uh, at least turn the fish off from feeding. Yeah. Huh. Um, so that's kind of neat.
3: They're always stressed.
2: Who? Uh, They're
3: always on edge.
2: On edge, yeah, ready to pounce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, they have a very large vocal range, and they can mimic stuff um and they can curdle your sourdough start
0: hmm i almost wonder it like being, you know first one was texas washington and then the third one was uh what was the third one? idaho I we're still kind of
2: right. going we're going back to idaho here in a second
0: it it like with it being that far apart yet they're describing the same animal it could be like variations of the same thing too. yeah
2: so we can go that way where it's all subspecies like you can throw that it was a cali- there's all kinds of these big beefier cat-like things mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, not even, might not even be so much a subspecies, just like if one lives in Idaho and one lives in Texas, they're different, they're different, they different. just different lifestyles.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, we see that with, I mean, look at mountain lions, they're, Right. Yeah. they're completely different where they live. Like a mountain lion in Colorado can, well, hunt elk, and a mountain lion in Michigan is pretty much just eating uh, like raccoons. Yeah, and snipes probably. Yeah, just little, little things. <laughs> Uh, Now that the wampus cat is still abundant in in its native range of Idaho and is uh, particularly large and violent during the season when the crops of the dunes yield a bushel to the pick line. Oh, my gosh. I think that was written in 1872. (laughs) Uh, So basically in the fall when they start harvesting. Okay. Um, It has a chance to redeem itself for good at this time of year. So he's kind of a a rough customer the rest of the year. Okay. But this is the time of year where he kind of shines in Idaho to be maybe a valued piece of wildlife. Uh, the wampus Cat's favorite pastime is catching eagles. Oh. Uh, thanks to all the uh, people trapping in the Salmon River, uh, the Salmon River is plagued with eagles killing deer, fish, and other game. Mm-hmm. So the eagles are really hurting the people in the area, the game department, and eagle lovers are always angry uh, with the fishermen in the Wampus Cat over the killing of eagles. Hmm. Is how it's worded. Um, the simple solution has been created by what is now known as the Wampus Society. Uh, this is a real group.
0: I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: named after the Wampus Cat, which is composed of every human, regardless of male, female, uh, regardless of gender, age. Who has seen the rampant wampus cat at dusk menacing and threatening cougars with jackhammers. Uh, so that's why they, they, they're they so close to cougars they beat them up with a jackhammer.
0: What do you mean a jackhammer?
2: It isn't a jackhammer.
0: Like the ones you'd find? Like they a constr- jackhammer. Like they'd steal one or something? Like a prospector's pick? Yeah, like
2: a jackhammer.
0: And where do they plug it into?
2: I, Jay, I have a piece of paper and it just says jackhammer. <laughs> I, you know as much as I do. I love this. I love this cat. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I think the next thing on the wall is going to be Wampus. I think that should be.
3: No one needs to be my little buddy.
2: Who?
0: Squonk? The
3: squonk.
2: Oh, yeah, we can get a squonk thing. I We'll get a stuffed squonk for this. It reminds
3: shelf. me of, like, myself.
2: <laughs> uh, so where was I? Okay, hunts cougars <laughs> with jackhammers. So, Sorry, I had a little bit of a tickle on. in my throat. Is
3: that the cat cougar? Yes.
2: Or the female cougar? I'm going cougar. with the cat. <laughs> uh, so the burden is uh be turned over to when the wampus breeds and that once a wampus cat has reached the eagle count, or eagle country the feathers will fly so they go up there to breed and they hunt the uh-huh. eagles yeah uh when an eagle approaches the strange arm shoots out of the out of the bushes and ambushes them with incredible speed and direction uh the eagle is caught and reeled in so that's that big hook it'll kind of shoot out and grab the eagle and pull it in that sounds crazy. Is that why they're endangered? <laughs> eagles, yes. A wampus. It's almost like
0: the little bullet shrimp. You ever seen them? That's yeah. just like... Psh, pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. That's what it is. I was close.
2: Uh, bullet ant. So, here's what the... <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> got a tickle. The wampus cat, when it's hungry... So, here's what it does with the eagles. So, the eagles may not be in for a wholly bad day. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> But if the wampus cat is hungry, it will eat the eagle whole. Bones, feathers, nothing. Just claws, everything. If the wampus cat is not hungry and maybe in a playful mood, it'll extract the whole tail feathers, all the tail feathers of the eagle, one by one, and then release the bird as kind of making fun of the bird. Hmm. I'm so big and powerful that I took your whole tail and still released you. Uh, the feathers, so this is a part of the story, and I don't know if this is offensive to anybody or not, but this is just what it says. This is not my writing, if you can't tell. Uh, this is from Cryptid Wiki. Um, but then the feathers of the eagle were given to the Native Americans. Uh, surprisingly, the wampus cat has always been friendly and is beloved by the Native Americans, and has been uh, often, as seen as one of the reasons why the Native Americans never turn in wampus cat pelts. Uh, but primitive trappers who declared that the hide mostly ran of quills, and the color was akin to the Christmas necktie, which is just black. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there was a story that people were, they had an actual reward for wampus cat pelts.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: And that the Native Americans never turned in because it was like a revered animal to them. Right, yeah. And once again, I don't think that's offensive, but I'm not Native American, so... I don't know. Right. Once again, it's not my writing, it's just a part of the story.
0: I don't see how it could or it would be though. But it's not
2: my heritage, so it's true, true. I'm not gonna say it's not.
0: Right, yeah. I don't think there's anything negative about it, but if you're in
2: I don't think it's negative, but I don't know. Uh but the origins of the uh, Wampus Cat on the authority of the mountain men of the Stanley Basin dates back so here is a different origin story to the mountain or to the Wampus Cat. Okay. Uh dates back to Uh, when they used to hunt for beavers the old-fashioned way. Uh, It seems that a trapper's dog had surprised a beaver very far off from the water. Uh, Beavers don't generally get very far from the water. They'll actually dig trenches to have water close by. Oh, wow. Uh, They're ecosystem engineers. They're amazing Uh, because they really suck on land. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this dog found one that was really, really far. The beaver couldn't make it back to the water, so it went to a tree, and it tried to climb, but it just couldn't. Beavers can't climb with the webbed hands. Uh, so the beaver, through some spiritual thing, became a wampus cat. Oh, okay. And turned tail and attacked the dogs and the hunter. Uh, so here we're going back to the Salmon River, uh, eagles. See, that's what I mean, it goes... Oh, yeah,
0: it circles it around, around a, a lot. Yeah.
2: Any thoughts about any of this so far? Let's let's talk about it for a minute. Slow down a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um the Native American connection is pretty awesome. Seems like they had a lot of respect and mm-hmm. reverence for this creature. Uh it's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Cuz I I almost want to say it this all just sounds like fun folklore and stuff, but at think, the same time it seems like it could be real.
2: I think there's well we can get we can wait for final thoughts. Right, right, right. But right. I I think I'm somewhere in there with you. Yeah. A lot of this is just in good fun, but I do think there's a base creature.
0: That started all this yeah. inspiration, yeah. Yeah,
2: and I mean, we can, I don't know. It's, either way, I think it's fun. <laughs> uh, so, back to the Salmon River in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Once a wampus cat is lured in to uh, to the bale wick of the wicked Salmon River, uh, eagles. Um, what? Sorry, Emily was texting me from the Wampus well, gets learning by the bailwick of the Wicked Salmon River Eagles. So, look up what a bailwick is.
0: Bailwick.
2: A
3: bailwick.
2: Yeah. B a i l wick. We'll be right back. Not really. We're not going anywhere.
3: <laughs> it's one sphere or operations of particular area of interest.
2: Okay, so the eagles are congregated in the area of the Salmon River.
0: Okay.
3: It's a person's area of skill, knowledge, authority, or work to confine suggestions to one's own.
2: Okay, so the eagles are hunting the salmon in the Salmon River. Uh, The quick-witted wampus cat will swiftly eradicate the fowls out of the air, uh, not sparing them the wild turkeys and not sparing the wild turkeys that are planted in the area. So they kill the eagles and the wild turkeys. Yeah. Uh, they're just out there for the birds. The wampus cat knows the eagles, but is or, but trouble is... Uh, on the eagle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so the wampus cat knows the eagles very well uh, as its favorite prey and can tell the difference between a e- turkey and an eagle. The problem is that some of the turkeys in the area have been crossbreeding with the eagles to uh, form these hybrids called Turk eagles, which confuse the wampus cat. And the wampus cat uh, cannot tell them apart hmm. because it cannot spell.
0: Well, oh, right, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's
0: I, what it says. I have two questions for you, though, being a wildlife biologist. Sure. Just put it that I way. Mean, yeah, I guess. Have you ever seen a Turk eagle?
2: I haven't, but I've heard about their nesting range in northern Idaho. Or Idaho.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, they really like potatoes. I didn't... Uh, wait, for real? Or are you joking?
3: I mean, Idaho is full of potatoes.
2: I'm joking.
0: I was, Well, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. You never know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so I, had, like, I had another...
3: Are they like the turducken?
0: Oh, my gosh. But, Moving on. But no, I had another question, though, okay. too. Have you ever seen an eagle with no tail feathers that have all been plucked? Okay.
2: Or Actually... No, or
0: know anyone.
2: I do. I have seen some eagles missing chunks of their tail feathers. Never all of the tail feathers. Okay, uh, they couldn't fly really. Okay, I mean, pretty much they'd probably fly really close to the ground, not noticeable, because that's like a rudder.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so you don't want to get really high up in the air without a rudder. No. If you're going to crash, you might as well hang out lower. Uh, but I've seen a bunch of them missing chunks of their tail. Hmm. That could be from could be osprey, anything. wampus cats. Um, guys named Dave. Yeah, Dave was famous for that. hmm Um, so blah, blah, blah. Yes, the wampus cat we have found out through careful investigation cannot spell.
0: Okay, so I don't understand.
3: Well, I'm reading That's... that turkeys and eagles don't mate together. I, 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 we know. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, I
0: didn't
2: know. They can't, they're, they're, they no. They eat them. They, they are, so far they Oh, my gosh. Okay, I didn't know that was an actual question. Yeah, it was okay. an actual question. Everybody at home, side note. Turkeys and eagles cannot hybridize, at least naturally.
0: All right.
3: The eagle eats the turkey.
2: That's not the only issue, but yes.
0: See, oh. that's that was an actual question. I didn't know. Okay. There are birds can I be, you breed were... with birds.
2: Well, I knew it. Can you... all mammals breed with mammals?
0: Yes. No. <laughs> I... I, I... <laughs> never mind
3: are you gonna breed with a whale
0: no i was gonna say i've definitely seen them tried because whales are
3: mammals right mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: i could see that like a manuel like that's what okay. pearl was uh, not manuel oh that's yeah what yeah saying. pearl
2: that's the guy that wears down at mcdonald's <laughs> yeah. manuel
3: no manuel wasn't um, anyways moving on <laughs> uh, the
2: biggest puzzle brought to our oh attention by the Wampus society is how to dispose of a wampus cat once it's been uh, exterminated. Oh. Uh,
3: you burn it at the stake.
2: Or how to... Okay. Maybe. How to dispose of the wampus cat once it's exterminated all the eagles. So the wampus oh, cat's okay. not dead. How do, you get, how do you get rid of the wampus cat once all the eagles are gone? So this is when they kind of turn back into being a problem.
0: So do you want us to guess or are you going to tell us?
2: I don't even know. Okay. I don't remember this part of reading it last night.
0: Well, she said burning at the stake. I said dropping a big rock on it.
2: Mm. Yeah, So, it'll be gorged on its favorite food and happy in the free and wild environment of the Middle Fork. Uh, the wampus cat decides to stay uh, permanently. No predator has been known to live on the wampus cat's fresh meat. Uh, so, the wampus cat has become a plague worse than the eagles and has been called upon to be exterminated. So, so far, hmm. there's not really anything that eats them.
3: Unless whatever they eat's covered in that fungus. Or is there. Oh. Mm.
2: However, uh the only Oh gosh, what's that word?
3: Wife and poof.
2: Wife and poof. Also living in Iowa. So look at what a wife and poof is. It's another cryptid. Uh can put the Wampus cat uh to run. Uh the sorry, sorry, I think this is written seriously in like the eighteen seventies. <laughs> Oh, man. Emily's looking up what a wife and poo is. So
3: far, I just see it's an acapella group.
2: Do you spell it like that? Yes. Put cryptid behind it.
3: I just did. <laughs> or the gilly fish.
2: Oh, it's a fish. Oh, no. It's oh. a large
3: fish notorious for its juicy flesh.
0: Justin just got very mm. excited.
2: All right. So the the wife and poof uh, can put the wampus cat on the run. Uh, but uh, So the wampus cat, it can put the wampus cat on the run. But the wife and poof has um, rarely done this. It doesn't like to do this.
3: It's attracted by cheese.
2: The wife and poof comes down. The wife and poof is both sides of this particular circle lake or river at once. Uh, it makes a dead. It makes th- this makes it deadly for the wampus cat and unable to make its mind up on which flank to attack. Oh, so it folds its uh its shooting out arm and resolves itself to the mi- or to a midnight screech.
0: So it confuses the wampus cat. Yeah,
2: it's like it, they flank him a couple a couple with poof. Wife and poof. will flank him and the wampus cat doesn't know how to handle it so they'll take off. I, I think I know if I
3: know the next cryptid if, we're going over. The
2: wife and poof.
0: Yeah. And I know if you were encrypted which one you'd be now.
2: The cheese eating wife and poof. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, allured
3: by cheese. <laughs>
2: The wampus cat is so. Here we're. That's kind of it for the mythology of the wampus, mm-hmm. or the, the the fun stuff. So, any comments on that? How long is this? Uh,
0: I guess the earliest sighting of the is it go back to Native Americans? I guess yeah. you could root it back to that.
2: I don't really have that.
0: But I mean, that's probably yeah, what we'd that's say, what it right? Looks like, yeah. So it's been a, around as far as we know. Oh, the
2: first half of the 19th century is when the first. Uh, that's. I have that later.
0: And that's 1800s, right? Yeah. So
2: that's, it may have had a different name before then, right? But yeah. the first use of the word wampus came then.
0: Hmm. And where did that come from? What's wampus? Is there an origin there? I don't know, Jay. Well, I didn't know. Maybe that was the town it was first discovered in, or maybe a wampus is like a. Maybe that's a another. I, name am, for that I feel like hook I'm arm.
2: butchering the story.
0: No, I think you I think you told the story like we got the idea of what a wampus cat is. I I also kind of thought of when you were talking earlier. You said something about the yellow eyes and stuff, and just with it being like a paranormal type creature, maybe it, maybe in some of those accounts with the bigfoot, you know, it talks about the big cats with them. Maybe mm-hmm. one of them's a wampus. That,
2: <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because that has been. Uh, I kind of thought about that. I didn't write that down because this is already kind of right um, a wild story to hang on to. Right. So I didn't have much time. I I've read this thing like four times, and this is how bad I tell it. <laughs> uh. There's a lot of... I think it's because we talked about already how big the range of the Wampus Cat is, the folklore yeah. of it, mm-hmm. that a lot of the stories kind of get... back. I, I don't know how to put it. Backpedaling or a lot of back and forth.
0: Yeah, just retold a and lot.
2: As far as the Appalachian part of the Wampus Cat, it's pretty much that basic stuff about the Wampus Cat. Yeah. Um, the really crazy one is from Idaho, and that's what we included. The Idaho Wampus Cat had all of the detail we'll go detail mm-hmm.
0: i i want to see it. uh
2: and then i have more about the actual mythology of the wampus Cat. so i got all the fun stuff out of the way uh-huh. so not the not that this isn't <laughs> no, fun i'm just kidding but the goofy you know right all yeah, yeah. the uh not goofy i don't know how to really word it. all the really unique folklore
0: there you go. that's good yeah. that's a good way to put it um
2: so we will talk about the actual what we have about the wampus cat mythology yeah um What's the difference between folklore and mythology? Ooh, I don't know. I'm asking. What do you think it is?
3: I think folklore is more of a regional based. And I think, think mythology is more of a above base. Like
2: a ground. So basically like you think folklore is, folklore more is on the ground, regionalized. And
3: mythology is wider. Is a wider range. And I think I'm right there with you. Because if you think, like, Greek mythology, it's right, a
0: whole
2: country.
3: And it's the country of Greece.
0: Further back, usually. Yeah. Even.
2: yeah. Folklore, I, I think Emily's right. That it's, folklore is more, this valley has a story of the wampus cat. This yeah. valley has a different story of the wampus cat. When mythology would be the widespread of, like, we're going to talk about a little bit with the Native Americans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The actual, what they say about the wampus and everything. Okay. Uh, so anything about all the fun stuff before we continue into more a little bit more serious mythology?
0: Um, Another weird thing was the black and white, uh, shedding the black at night and
2: white during the day. So I think that comes from them not being found because hmm. they kind of have both colors on them. Okay. So why isn't their fur found to them? Because they shed their white during the day where you can't see it. And they shed their black during the night where you can't see it. Hmm. And the Ozark Hallor actually has some mythology like that too. Interesting. Uh, where it's only sheds at night and stuff like that. There's actually. Um, now I'm now. Now I'm stretching. But there's a native, or there's a native Alaskan legend of an all-white uh, cat like beast mm. that only sheds at night and, and only sheds once a year in the deepest winter. And it's the only time you can kill it is uh, like the week it sheds. Wow. So basically, you can tell this. Is, I can't remember the name of that cryptid, but you can tell when it's going to shed. Uh, because it's when the attacks stop. So basically, these people hide their houses or their uh, whatever they're they're living in mm-hmm. until the onslaught stops. stops. And then they go kill this thing. Yeah, because it's like they know. Okay, we have this tiny window, or and it's still not. It's not. It's not dangerous. It still mess you up. Mm-hmm. It just can actually be.
0: It's hurt. vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that would just an the side. But I do like. I think the Wampus Cat. What, what we were kind of talking about earlier has a wide range because it could be several different cryptids that are all kind of getting put into an umbrella yeah or it could be like like we were saying it's regional you know it has a regional right or it's regional folklore
0: and i feel like if it's if if they all walk on two legs like if they have all that ability mostly you know it's usually more intelligent animal that does that mm-hmm. that's able to do that so it's probably got some high intelligence and doesn't really want to be seen too much either, like Bigfoot.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright, ready to move on? Oh yeah. Emily? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna get into the mythology. Uh, there are many tales of the Wampus Cat, specifically in the Cherokee mythology. Uh, in one tale, the Wampus Cat is known as Iwa, a Cherokee woman who did not trust her husband. This woman's husband went out on a mm. hunt with his fellow warriors. Suspiciously. Uh, the woman put on a mountain lion coat and went to spy on him. When she found out, the medicine man punished her. Oh, okay. Sorry. There's a little bit of a gap. Uh, When she was found out. Gotcha. So when they caught her, the medicine man uh, punished her by forcing her to wear the skin of the mountain lion forever, Mm. transforming her into the spirit of a wampus cat. Mm. So... She went to spy on her husband because she didn't trust it, he, what he was doing when he was actually going out on hunting parties. And the medicine man of the, their community said, all right, if you want to be like that, here you go. You're this thing forever. I mean, some things just never really change, do they? Yeah. Oh, so continue. Although uh, tales tell the story of husband and wife uh, standing bear and running deer. That's the two people.
0: Standing bear and running, running deer. deer. Oh, I know this.
2: Uh, Standing Bear, the strongest warrior, went out to battle with Iwa, who was uh, terrorizing their village. So this is after she was transformed mm-hmm. into the Wampus Cat. Uh, eventually, Standing Bear had returned, driven insane by Iwa, and uh, he was a shell of the warrior he was once. Mm. Running, A running deer wanted revenge on, uh, for her husband and went to the shaman. Uh, Who gave her the mask of a bobcat's face to cover her body with uh, a black paste to hide her scent? So after days of searching, uh, sorry, after days of searching for Iwa, Running Deer finally saw the Iwa. uh, So wait, Running Deer is not Iwa.
0: No, no, no. Ewa was the woman that was turned into the Wampus Cat. Okay.
2: So, okay, so sorry. Running Deer finally saw Ewa and crept up to surprise it. Uh, having seen her bobcat mask, Ewa's magic turned uh, in on itself, banishing it for good. Uh, it is said Running Deer's spirit now inhabits the Wampus Cat, who continues to watch over and protect the village. Hmm. Others, so, basically, Wampus Cat was bad, was Ewa. Yeah. Running Deer con- confronted her. And wampus or Wampus Cat became running deer. Right. And now it was a good thing. Others tell of a witch who lived alone in the mountains at night, uh, she would turn herself into the cat and steal chickens and pigs from nearby farms.
0: So it's almost like certain people get turned into the Wampus Cat and then mm-hmm. they take on they carry over their own characteristics into the creature, the animal maybe another wear animal.
2: Which yeah. is very common in both European and Native American legends, depending on the yeah. tribe you're part of. Yeah, uh, don't want to generalize. There's tons and tons of Native American tribes that have their own mythologies and folklores. But uh, yeah, it is common. Is kind of a common theme. So, like, if
0: that person dies, I wonder if that curse automatically jumps to a new person, or if like it, if it so, jumps
3: down the um, family line.
2: Well, it's what it, here. It sounds or- like it sounds like who conquered.
0: Right, yeah, that too, or someone, just someone.
2: Once you, you conquer the spirit, you have the spirits. You control the spirit. Hmm. So the person Ewan wanted to do bad, so the Wampus spirit did bad, and when Standing Deer conquered, uh, the Wampus, she became the Wampus, and it did good. Yeah. So it's like turning red.
0: Oh my gosh! It's almost just like a reflection of your own. Yeah, inner you get self. you get the
2: power, and what you do with the power is up to you.
0: Mm. With great power comes
2: great the wampus, responsibility. The wampus spirit doesn't <laughs> seem to care. Nope. Whether
0: it is, it's a reflection of your own self. Mm-hmm. Such so, as life.
3: I feel like that's very like a... Sorry. Is it Chinese? They kind of have that where it like runs down the family. Well,
0: I don't know. what. Like I can't really
3: remember. But they have like the little air thing that like... like you a, either use it for good or... Mm-hmm. Or use uh, it for bad or whatever And then be a dishonor on the family
0: I don't know I'm I sure think you're thinking like of that. Mulan
3: No like I'm pretty sure they actually have something though like that
2: Probably Anyways Some older sightings of the wampus cat mm. The wampus cat is thought to have been Responsible for killing livestock in Appalachia And southern regions uh, Reports of the wampus cat first came In uh, the early Half of the 19th century And this is Uh the first, what we would consider modern sightings. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the wampus Cat does have an older history. But when we talk about, I guess, the Appalachian Wumpus Mo- Cat, we're talking about 1850s and on. Okay. Uh, so, we got, you know, it was saying it was killing stuff. And, yeah. So, it's been seen to this day. Now, for Jay's favorite part. Uh. You're going to love this. Yeah, I don't, even so, know.
0: I don't know what you're going to say on, on
2: the, the edge Wampus of my The Wampus Cat had a television appearance.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Willie, from the Ames team, uh, from the famous show Mountain Monsters, oh. encountered it Uh, when he was nine years old. His parents told him to get something from the shed late at night. He went out and became face-to-face with a jet-black panther-like creature with glowing eyes. The creature gave a weird high-pitched hiss... Uh, like sound, which frightened him back inside the house. Many years later, on his same farm, he encountered some or the same kind of uh, beast, precisely like the encounter when he was nine. Uh, he also lost a lot of his pigs to the creature. Uh, another meeting uh, around the same place happened when a lady was driving a school bus late at night. The creature had uh, was black and large and leaped out of the woods in front of the bus, so like crossed the road. Hmm. So. You can say what you want about Mount Monsters, but I do. I've listened to Willie's talk about this. I do believe he had I believe this encounter.
0: That. Yeah, I believe that too.
2: Uh, I like Willie, but I do believe he had this encounter. We all know this show is made for TV. Which one's Willie again? Um, uh, the I Trapper. Trapper. Not not Trapper.
0: The other guy. The, the other... guy that
2: the guy that makes the traps.
0: Gotcha. Okay, now I can picture him.
2: Trapper is the guy that runs everything. Yeah, that's
0: the guy. Yeah, he's I... passed on now. Right. But, Correct.
2: Yeah. yeah. Willie is the guy that built the traps. Yep, okay. or does build the traps.
0: They look similar, but Willie's the younger. Yep, yep, him with the beard. Yep, mm-hmm.
2: yep. And we've met them. They're super nice guys. Uh, Wild Bill is like that in real life. Uh, He's really
3: loud in real life.
2: You can hear Wild Bill coming. You're right. All right. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the Wampus Cap.
0: Uh, that's pretty interesting. So that's cool that Willie had his own little. Big cat sighting.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to apologize to Cryptid HQ if I butchered that story horribly. Because <laughs> uh, this is the cryptid he picked for us to do.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, uh,
2: I try to do, i seen all the fun stuff and I try to include as much of it as I could. Mm-hmm. The fun parts of folklore, I guess, will go.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, not saying they're not true, not saying it is true. But it the Wampus Cat has a lot of stuff with it.
0: I would like to get some art of the wampus cat made got up, that maybe. That big hook. Yeah, the hook's what's and got I me. I don't
2: think the later sightings of it have that hook. Hmm. I think that was primarily an i or an Idaho thing. Yeah. Uh. So who knows? Well, didn't the
0: Texas one also have that in that description? Maybe. I think you might have brought it up.
3: the It looks like they have additional legs and tails.
2: That. Uh, so I left that out. But that is one school. That was from a school mascot that made the Wampus Cat their mascot but gave it like six legs and three oh, tails. Oh, it just
0: and, up the ante a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: and like that's nowhere found in folklore. That was one of the things I read about. That it was a.
0: I guess know. a little side note question. Are there any schools or anything with mascots that are cryptids? A
2: lot of them. Yes. Okay. The Wampus Cat has like six schools. Oh, okay, well, never or,
0: mind. And that's a dumb question.
2: I left it out because it just. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wow. Wampus cat has nine schools.
3: Wisconsin Wendigos.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Huh? Uh, I hope they're small schools and not big ones. Like, I don't know, making money off the cryptid name for education purposes.
3: There's some that are weird, like North Carolina
2: fighting pickles. Okay. Anyways, back on to this. <laughs> uh, so what's your thoughts on the Wampus cat, Jay? You go first. Oh,
0: I like the story. This is fun. Um... I'm still hung up, yeah, on that the hook for its arm, Mm -hmm. like that. That's got me. I want to see. I would like to see one like hunt or like shoot that thing out and stabbing a bird. Here's how that
2: story came to be. How about guarantee? The year is nineteen sixteen. A grandpa is sitting around a uh, campfire in Idaho with his grandkids. Yeah, he's telling the story of the wampus cat, and the kid goes, "That just sounds like a big cat." The grandpa thinks on his feet. It's like, wait. There's more, right? Uh, and then kind of starts that whole ball of it having this giant meat hook that'll gut you with, and then, then the kids are peeing themselves because right. now it's not just a cat; it has a giant hook that it can shoot out of its body with, and pull eagles out of the air,
0: and can walk on its back two legs. Yeah. yeah, so
2: you're like, okay, well, that's not a cat.
0: I mean, it would be it it would be interesting to see if like if you ever did come across an eagle with you know missing you know, tail feathers, and it didn't look like it was just attacked, but they were plucked away, you know, one by one. That would be interesting to find. I mean, if you ever came across that, it'd make you wonder, is Mm -hmm. there a wampus cat in the area? Emily, what
2: do you you think about the wampus cat in um, general?
3: I feel like it's very interesting, and the, like, whole eagle thing, because then it makes you think, because, like, the eagles are endangered,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Due to... I think they're taken off the list in Ohio now, uh, but I'm sure there's still parts of their range. What, Wampus Cat? No, Eagles being endangered. Oh, okay. Listen.
3: <sniffs> Listen, Linda.
2: No, but... Eagles being endangered. Uh, I think they're off the list now in Ohio. I yeah. don't think they're even threatened anymore in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure parts of their range, they're still struggling.
0: I think the uh, Turk Eagles are on the list, though.
2: Yeah, they're definitely endangered because they don't exist.
0: Even though I thought... I didn't know. I mean, I really thought it could be possible. See,
2: I I can't ever tell when you guys are screwing with me or not.
0: Well, I do screw with you a lot.
2: (laughs) So it's just like... I do too.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. But I also am dumb. So (laughs) you got to factor that in at times.
2: I don't think a Galapovo and a Raptor can interbreed.
0: You're probably right, because I don't know what that person is.
2: Galapovos are what turkeys are. That's the turkey. Oh, okay. And then raptors are what eagles and other birds of prey are
0: i do like on the wampus cat the the ways to kill them that's pretty uh that's fun
2: yeah i mean you gotta have a certain what was it blister rust blister yep. rust which is a fungi with this which is a fungus a
0: certain fungus or just a nice saw
2: well that's only with the females you gotta know
0: right. you gotta know and you gotta distinguish which one you there's... run up and whack a
2: male with a, a cer- or with that cutting saw yeah that's what's happening you're getting gutted, mold.
0: but that hook's going in and your if, gut. And
2: if you run up with a female with that fungus and rub it in her fur, guess what's happening? You're getting gutted.
0: You're right. Or uh, or
3: just take the axe thing, saw thing.
0: I uh, put the fungus and on put it. the
3: fungus on it.
0: The ultimate wampus killing weapon.
2: I'm adding that to the folklore.
0: A raw, what would it be? A rusty, a rusty blister saw. Mm-hmm. Is that what do you call blister it? Blister rust. Blister rust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blister rust saw.
2: I think it is weird. That's an invasive fungus.
0: Yeah, that's strange, right? Yeah. See, well,
2: it kills trees. A lot of stuff kills trees.
3: Well, this one kills it like.
2: People kill trees. Anyway. bugs kill trees. Explosives kill trees. Bigfoot kills trees. Eventually, every once in a while they chuck one at you. Yeah don't do that
3: uh, i forgot how sensitive these mics are
2: very um but yeah so i think i'm so for final thoughts i'll go first i think that there is a base cryptid in here somewhere after you weed through it a bunch mm-hmm. i think it might be the same thing as the ozark halor because a lot of the base legends kind of have that same kind of feel to them mm-hmm. uh in that the Ozark is right in the middle of the wampuses range uh, it may be the whole range of whatever the alien black cats are. They right, may all yeah. Be one. Uh, I think a lot of the folklore got added over Campfire. Yeah. I think... Uh, Cowboys telling stories around that. and Just, you know, Grandpa's telling grandkids stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of this changes. And then, you know, it kind of goes into a regional thing.
0: Right, like the game of telephone. Yeah. Yep.
2: What do you think, Jay?
0: I I can agree with that a lot. Um, but I do, uh, it might just be uh, an alien black cat so That just might be that. I definitely that. do
2: believe that there is a, a cryptid here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a fully hoaxed or fake. Made up. Not hoaxed. I don't know what the word for this. Folklore. Pure yeah. folklore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the folklore part of it, some of the folklore part of it, is just in good fun.
0: But I, I do want to believe that it is its own special breed of alien black cat that has one in giant that, arm. You
2: know, yeah. It may have something different about its arm mm-hmm. that it got kind of changed over. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, over, like we talked talking at the game of telephone, you get to this giant claw that shoots out of the arm and right, pulls yeah. an eagle out of the air. I, huh. think, I think we'd have one in a zoo.
0: It, oh, yeah, or a pelt or something. Because you think about
2: a fisherman seeing an eagle get ripped out of the air by a claw. Right, yeah. with meat. Yeah. I
0: wonder, yeah, I wonder how far the claw extends, too. Uh,
2: eagles don't normally fly too low. Right, yeah. So I'm thinking...
0: What, you're thinking like a grappling hook, like it's shooting out and it's... Mm-hmm. And then reeling it in? Mm-hmm. Really? See, I just thought of like a... It's claw like a normal cat claw. No, caught.
2: I'm thinking like a two-foot claw shoots like 40 foot into the air and rips an eagle <laughs> out of the air.
0: I didn't picture that in my head, but that's pretty cool. Now that would be some artwork.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to explain that to Pear. It's a spider, a spider <laughs> cat. So I need a meat cook shooting out of this cat. Yeah, catch an eagle.
0: I might have to. uh, I'll do the rough draft on that one.
2: (laughs) All right. Final thoughts, Jay. Is that what you were good with? What you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Emily. I just
3: think it's an interesting cryptid to get into, or try to. I agree. It's just a little hard to.
2: It was a little hard uh, for me to
3: not circle back.
2: Yeah, to kind of pick a, a a line of thought. Yeah. Uh, normally, with these things, I'm a little better with knowing the stories. Yeah. Because it's kind of linear. As, like, this, this one, one is had... like
3: three drunk people went to a bar and they're each telling the same story.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Three different it's... ways. Yeah. Nothing to discredit any of the stories or the folklore And It just is a little hard when the same, very, very different acting things have the, the same name.
0: Right, 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 right.
2: And I did delete a lot of the stuff. Like, I moved some stuff, and I got some other stuff from other pages and stuff. Uh, there's not a Wampus Cat story. Like, there's not a story.
0: Like, yeah, right, yeah. There's not a narrative. It's a
2: bunch of them. Yeah. I think we did good. So I'll re reiterate the rules. Uh, once again, Cryptid HQ. I think this will be the only episode you'll listen to. Uh, I'm sorry for butchering the Wampus Cat story, but we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh yeah, I don't know if I said it at the beginning, I may have to add it in, uh, but they are still, the Virgin- their Southwest Virginia uh, Bigfoot and Friends Festival is still looking for more vendors. So if you do uh, podcasting, if you do art, uh, if you do, I'm trying to think, basically anything that could be kind of classified in this realm of uh, the paranormal or cryptozoological because they have aliens and this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Please, you can reach out to me and I'll put you through to the right, uh to the cryptid HQ. Or you can go to him directly. Uh, the, I should have had it pulled up. The early bird table sale, I think is all the way through June. Uh, I think it's like June 1st or something like that. So you can get a big discount if you pay for your table in advance. So they know, you know, um, but for the giveaway, uh, it goes from April twelfth, which is today That's when this comes out.
3: Yeah.
2: I know it's not today when we're recording this. Um you have to like the post, you have to comment your favorite Appalachian cryptid or just cryptid in general. Um, you have to share the post and that gets you your base entry. And then you can tag uh up you can tag people for extra entries. Up to 21 people. Right?
3: Yeah, because when you share, you... Like, yeah, it'll be one
2: tag already. Mm, okay. Alright. Well, I think uh, we're really excited. We're going to be there. I know Ubigapes are going to be there. Obviously, Crypto HQ is going to be there. I know a couple other people that are going to be there. We may announce that at a later date. And we'll be, so...
3: Like closer to...
2: Yeah. Uh, we're very excited for the show. Yep. They have a, like a, a cryptid or alien... They have a dress-up contest... For your best paranormal costume, <laughs> we will have an entry, so just everybody knows. Uh, but I think Stop that I think me. that covers it. Uh, all right, anything else, guys? I don't think so.
3: No, I think we touched all bases.
2: All right, I've been the mysterious Justin. I've been uh, Jay.
3: <laughs> I've been Emily.
2: And we are cryptids of the corn. We'll catch you later. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical.